You are listening to a Whitebridge Baptist Church sermon podcast. Amen. That was a great song to, uh, to be thinking of as we get ready to uh, go out and serve the Lord. You might think that one of the things that I could do in these few minutes I've been given is that I could kind of pep rally you up. And uh, that might be kind of what you might think of on the surface if you were to think of a ship sailing across the top of the ocean that's on the surface what might be a good thing to do as we get ready to go out and love Winnipeg and serve our community. But I'd rather just for the few minutes that I have take you down like a submarine underneath what we're doing. And I I would like you to, in this 10 minutes, just go with me to link the, the service of our community with the worth of our God. If, if we can connect those two dots, then we will build a theology, a foundation underneath which we can build so much of our lives on top of and indeed have a Godward life, a godly life toward Jesus Christ. So that's what we're attempting to do in these few minutes. And uh, the scriptures, some of them that were read, could I have that door closed to have a, a windshield right through the window? And I'm going to get a migraine if I don't... Uh, sorry. But I, I sounds like such a whiny thing to say. <laughs> and then I won't be able to go out and serve. No. Thank you very much. And so all the scriptures that we were thinking of in terms of prepara- preparation for today have to do with what we've been looking at in Ephesians. In Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 1, Paul says, Live a life worthy of the calling that you've received. And so it's this idea of living a life worthy of the calling And unpacking that. And as I said, what I want us to see is that living a life worthy out here on the surface where everybody sees and where everybody lives depends on us having an understanding of how worth our God is, the worth of our God in that very core of our being. And to give you a a word picture as I begin this, I want this came to my mind this morning. I want you to just imagine what happened to us once once in Bolivia when we were on a trip. We had taken the mission jeep and we traveled to Iguazu Falls in northern Argentina. And on the way back, we, we entered Bolivia in the south of Bolivia, and we entered the Bolivia in a little town called Yaquiba. And Yaquiba is a lot, that area where the Guarani Indian people are. And they had, had roadblocks set up just north of, of Yaquiba, about a half an hour outside of the town. And so nobody could get in and nobody could get out. It was their protesting of the federal government's uh, treatment of them. And so as we were there in this little town called Yaquiba, on the second or third day, we heard that at a certain time in the day, they opened up the, the roadblock for half an hour, and maybe 100 vehicles got through or something like that. And, and so uh, we started going out there on, on the, uh, the next day just to check things out. And uh, I, I won't tell you the whole story. We got around the roadblock eventually. One of the actual Guarani people helped us to get around there, and I had to pay them to, to, to do so. But the the point of the matter is that I want that word picture lined up for you. Soon as the word got out in Yaquiba, all the hotels, that they're opening it up on a daily basis for half an hour, the whole, everybody that wanted to get north was at that blockade. And I want you to know that when I wake up in the morning, there is a line of passions and affections lined up at the gate of my heart, and so is yours. That's the picture I want you to see. 
And so the very first duty of every day, the very first business that you have in every day, is to settle in your heart who is supreme and what is going to rule that day. Okay? All the satisfactions that you could pursue, all the ones that are lined up at the gate of your heart are waiting to get through. And you're deciding who's going to get through. You're deciding who is supreme. You see, I've learned that if, if I'm going to live a life worthy of the Lord, I need to start at the center of my life and work it out. And the center of my life is my heart. And so I have to tend to my heart. I learned from George Mueller, the guy that started orphanages in the 1800s in, in England. He learned this speak secret that at the beginning of the day, he had to work to make sure that his heart was content and happy in the Lord. And if he didn't get his heart happy in the Lord at the beginning of the day, all the other affections that are lined up at his heart, all the other runner-up gods, all the other rival gods, are going to step up to the plate and want to rush through that pattern and occupy the heart. And so at the beginning of each day, I have my first business is to figure out what it is that my heart has to be at peace with, and that's the Lord Himself. You see, faith is not just agreements that we make with God in the head, but rather it is the appetites that we form in our hearts. John Piper talks about the very familiar scriptures when Jesus talks about the, Him being the water of life. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. You see, D Jesus did not say that just so that you might know in your head there is water. He said that so that you might taste and, and know the water and be satisfied with the water. He did not say, I am the bread of life, so that you might know in your head that there's bread that satisfies you spiritually. He said that so that you might know spiritually that you need to taste that bread, that that's bread for your soul, you see. Faith is not up in the head. Faith is primarily in the heart. It's about your appetites. It's about your satisfactions. That's why God came to give you abundant life. And so gravity, if it's gravity in the physical world, a picture of everything that's going to fall down, I want you to picture that gravity in the spiritual, spiritual world is, is similarly everything falling down to the lowest, which is you living only for yourself and all those affections that are lined up at your heart's door every time you wake up. Selfishness. And so the gospel that we've believed is the gospel of Jesus Christ that has said that he came and he offered himself on the cross for our sins and he gave himself for us and he has said because of, of that incredible sacrifice of blood on the cross, he's canceled all of our debt, he's given us absolute liberty before him and so I can be done with the pursuit of all self-satisfying, self-occupying, self-concern. I can be done with that and I can think about whatever it is that God's agenda is because He is my all-satisfaction. He is all-satisfying. And so if my heart is not tended to first in this capacity, if my heart is not happy in Him primarily, as I said, the natural inclination of gravity spiritually in my heart is to fall down to the runner-up God. You see, that might be different every hour of the day. 
it's, it's going to fall to the next runner-up God and the rival gods in my life. And there's so many waiting at the gate. I'll have never time to get around to living an unselfish life and serving the needs of others because I've got enough things lined up in my heart to serve all day long. There's, there's, there's passions, there's pride, there's lust, there's anger, there's impatience, there's bitterness, there's the coveting of other things and so on. I mean, there's so many things lined up at our heart's door every day. And if, if we are not going to let Christ be supreme and settle that thing and deal with that first, then I'm not going to have time to serve you. I'm not going to have capacity to serve you. I'm not going to have an appetite to serve the needs of others. I'm not going to be interested in that. And so, as you can see then, with this kind of an equation, the essence of faith is humility that, that serves the needs of others. And the essence of unbelief is pride, which sees all my own needs as, as, as important and all important. Galatians 5.13, serve one another in love. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he, he made himself nothing. He took the form of a servant and gave himself even unto death. You see, you see the pattern of our service, the link between our service has to go down into the worth of our God. And if you understand God as supreme in your life, if He is your all-satisfying fountain, if He is the one that, that he, he wants to be in your life, that the Scriptures claim Him to be, then everything else is settled. You have nothing to worry about, and therefore you can worry about the needs of others. And so in that little moment that we've had, I, I, I hope that you've seen that the, the link between this little, little demonstration one Sunday a year, little demonstration of loving Winnipeg and loving our communities with the deep, deep reservoir of the grace of God and the love of God and the worth of our God. I'd like to pray for us and then I would like us to, uh, I'll call Heather up and she's going to instruct us on uh, our marching orders and how we're going to go out and serve in our community. Let's pray together. Well, Father, our God, we're, we're thankful. And as we, as we just sang a few minutes ago, behold our God seated on the throne. Come, let us adore him. Worthy art thou, O Lord. Worthy are you to receive all glory and honor and wisdom and power. For you created all things, and all things belong to you. And Father, we are, we are your servants. We have been bought with the precious blood of Christ. We've been set free from all self-concern to serve your purposes in this earth and to serve the needs of our neighbors. And so, Lord, as we think about doing that today, I pray that you would help us not just to think about the surface veneer of this act of worship, but instead that we would go deeper to the very heart of what it is we do and why we serve, and that is to show the worth of our God. How will people know your worth unless they see that we're willing to give up money for the sake of you? We're willing to give up time for the sake of you. We're willing to give up other things. We're willing to sacrifice in, every, in, in any way for the sake of you, for you are worth it, O Lord. Worthy art thou. And we pray that you would 
be glorified today in our conversations, in our fellowship, around the gardening and the things that we do. And then bless us as we come back to this place to share a meal together. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Heather, would you come?